Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hi, 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 beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Evie, and it's such a pleasure to be here with you all today. I am joined by a gorgeous human, Beck Cozillo, on the podcast today, talking all things spirituality in business. Such a juicy conversation. We also dive into business and motherhood and you know doing it all type of thing. So I think you'll find this episode so, so helpful and interesting. So let me introduce the gorgeous Beck. Beck Cozillo is a spiritual business coach for spiritual women ready to build abundant, heart-led, sustainable businesses, businesses that truly set their souls on fire. Through her group coaching and mastermind offerings, Beck is on a mission to support women to claim their worth, master their mindset, and step into the highest version of their life and business. Her approach combines soulful business strategy with mindset, energetics, and fully embodied feminine spirituality to ensure you walk away with the tools and strategies to build a life and business that you love. Beck is also the host of the Feminine Fire podcast and balances biz life with mum life living in Canberra, Australia with her husband Matt and her beautiful little Noah with another bub on the way too. So exciting. So we're talking about spirituality, business, a bit about Beck's journey into business, how she, yeah, how she came into this work and how her business has grown and evolved over the years. Also about sort of where to start if you're wanting to bring more spirituality into your life, into your business and how transformative that can be. And then, like I said, we also talk so much about intuition, alignment, uh, motherhood and yeah, really creating abundant, aligned lives and businesses for ourselves. I absolutely loved this podcast episode and recording this for you all, so I'm sure you're going to enjoy it too. As always, let us know what lands for you. Let us know what resonates. We would love for you to share this podcast on your Instagram stories with your loved ones. And don't forget to tag us and reach out to us and let us know what you loved about this episode. So without further ado, here is the one and only Beck Cozillo. Good morning, Beck. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm so, so good. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is so good. Long time coming. Been wanting to chat with you for ages. And I feel like today's conversation is going to be so good. Spirituality, business, like two of my favorite things. I love it. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Me too. So good. So before we dive in, can you start us off with a dose of inspiration and tell us your favorite quote and why? Yes, I can. I love this question. So this has been my favourite quote for a very, very long time, uh, since I was about 15 or 16. So it's dream as if you'll live forever and live as if you'll die today. And it's a quote by James Dean. I bought a poster when I went to Europe with my parents in 2006 that had that on it. 
and I had it up in my bedroom and it's just I love that quote because it's something that I think reminds you to have big dreams but also live in the present moment which is how I like to live my life Mm, beautiful I love that quote so much I'm definitely going to write that one down so beautiful (laughs) love it I'm a sucker for quotes so I love this especially why I love this question in the podcast (laughs) so good so Tell us a bit more about yourself, Beck, and what you do and how you came to do this work. Such a good question. So I'm a spiritual business coach. My journey has been um, one that has unfolded quite naturally. So as a spiritual business coach, I support spiritual women to build and grow their businesses in a nutshell. And the way I came to do this work, as I said, has unfolded just in the most beautiful way. I actually started my business making candles, which sounds so wild to have started making candles and ended up here. Um, But there's always been a, you know, a spiritual element to that. So I trained as a Reiki healer and brought that into my candle making. So it was very much an energetic product as well as something that was beautiful and nice for your house. And so as I, as that unfolded, I then started infusing more of my own spirituality into the candles. I put out a goddess candle range and that led me to run goddess workshops, which was just the best thing ever. So I loved holding space for women to, you know, do the deep inner work. And what I realized doing that, was that that's what I really, really loved. I loved supporting incredible women to do that work, to find who they are, what they love, what their passion is, and actually start living that. And so as I got more and more into that space, I then started working one-to-one with clients, doing more spiritual life coaching. And then, and I'm sure this might be something that you relate to, but as people start to discover that purpose, and they start to have the courage to step more into that, it's like, well, actually, maybe I don't want to be doing this job that I have hated for a really long time. And actually, maybe I want to start doing more of my soul work. And that might be starting a business. Hey, Beck, you've got a business. Can you help me run this business? And I was like, yes, I can do that. So, (laughs) So it kind of unfolded naturally. I've been in business now for just over six years. And uh, yeah, so now my my biggest focus is supporting women to build and grow their businesses. I love that so much. And yes, absolutely can resonate with many parts of that. So, Mm -hmm. so fascinating. And I'm curious, so did you have another, I want to say like a regular job in quotation marks prior to the candle making or like alongside that, or was it always just straight into your own thing? I did have another job. So, um, My past life is in the community sector. So I did um, advocacy on youth issues, which is so wildly different to, you know, where I am now, I suppose. But, um, you know, working on issues such as youth mental health, youth homelessness, and uh, advocating to change policies around that. Mm. Um, Really, really powerful work. And I absolutely loved it but also work that anybody who's ever been in the youth sector youth work you know any kind of social work it can be really challenging to be in that space for a long period of time Mm. Uh, and one of the reasons I started my business was as a creative outlet from that because I was like I need something outside of this that isn't heavy and actually you know fills up my own cup and so that's 
Yeah, I remember. I actually, I was studying interior design at the same time. So I kind of explored a few different avenues. And I said to my partner, I was like, so I'm thinking of studying to make candles. And he was like, don't you think you should finish your interior design training first? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe. And he actually ended up buying the first candle making kit for me. And we did that together, which was lovely. Cause he was like, okay, well, if you're going to do it, let's do it. <laughs> never been one to do things in halves but um, as my business grew I was really really fortunate in that the workplace uh, that I was at allowed me to you know drop down my hours Mm. and so I went to four days a week and then right before I quit like and went full-time in my business I had approval to go drop another day and it was at that point where I felt like I was at this huge fork in the road around like you know do I just you know, slowly start to transition or do I just go all in? And I decided to go all in at that point. Oh, love it. This is so fascinating. I really like hearing about people's journeys into business and the the realities of it, because I think we don't hear enough of that online. Like it's either I'm slogging it out and I'm working full time and, you know, early stages of business or I'm full time and, you know, thriving, doing amazing. Whereas (laughs) it's, you know, we miss this massive chunk in the middle that's, yeah, that could be really challenging and different for everyone. And yeah, it's nice that it's nice to hear, yeah, how it looks for different people, I think, and the realities of it. So thanks for sharing yeah. that first and foremost. Um, and isn't it interesting how you wanted an outlet or a creative outlet or something that was lighter or something that was maybe, I want to say more you, like more in line with what you really wanted to do long-term. And obviously it, it's evolved and grown since then, but there was obviously an intuitive knowing of like, there's more for me or something similar, right? Yeah, it was definitely, and this is something that, you know, especially people who are just trying to find what that thing is, it was definitely like, I'm just going to follow this intuitive yeah. nudge and make candles because that's what I feel like doing. And I've got this interest and why not? Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Um, and, you know, obviously then was like, okay, well, maybe I want to do this and then I want to do this and then I want to do this. And then it kind of just naturally unfolds from there. I call it following those intuitive breadcrumbs yes. because eventually you get to a point where you look back and you're like, that's a super random way to get to where I am. But I wouldn't have got here unless, I mean, maybe I would have, maybe it would have happened a different way. But, you know, following those intuitive nudges is what, yeah allowed me to yeah have it unfold so naturally I suppose yeah beautiful I love that what a what a beautiful story and like evidence of that I, I talk about that so much as well like the following the breadcrumbs the the sparks the inspiration the excitement the intuitive nudges so yeah so cool how it all unfolds thanks for sharing that so you've kind of answered my next question but it was more around like have you been would you say you've always a spiritual person and brought that into your business from day one which it, well I won't I won't put words in your mouth there have you always been that way <laughs> or yeah is it something that you've kind of lent into more and more as you've come into business it's a really good question so I have always been around spirituality I would say so my mum's a professional psychic medium ah. and yeah so I've been in this space for quite a long time and you know helped her out quite a bit before I even decided to start my own business I remember actually going to fairs with her where she would be in the reading room and um 
you know, I would be there helping her or we'd have a stall together and I'd be there helping her and people would say to me, you know, oh, you're going to take after your mum one day, you know, you're going to be in this space too. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I was still at uni at this point. And I was like, no, that's not my path. That's mum's path. Like I'm happy just having this on the side, you know? Mm. So interesting how, (laughs) (laughs) however many years later, here we are. But, um, But yeah, so it wasn't necessarily something I always knew that I would do. I didn't always intend to have a business and to be in this space, but I was always immersed in that. And when I found, so spirituality for me is very much grounded in the feminine and goddess spirituality. When I found that, I was like, oh, this is my thing. Mm. You know, this is what really speaks to my soul. And so started following that, trained as a Reiki healer. And then obviously, as I said, made candles and kind of, you know, followed all those breadcrumbs to here. So it's always been a part of my business for sure, but I think I've lent into that more and more. So starting my business with candles, I had, you know, I kind of straddled that um, space where obviously spiritual people really wanted those candles because they were energetically charged and they had that, you know, Reiki energy within them and they were designed for that. But then other people in my life who were not spiritually inclined at all and, you know, it kind of could be in that homewares section, that, you know, people <laughs> just people just want to have candles because it makes them feel happy and it makes the space smell nice and it looks nice and all of those sorts of things. So uh, I straddled that kind of like one foot in, one foot out for a little while until I just kind of went all in. And um, I suppose that probably happened when uh, more and more as I went into hosting workshops and coaching and that kind of thing. Yeah, beautiful. Love it. And how would you define spirituality and business or a spiritual business? Hmm. This is a good question because I think there's kind of two answers to that. I think there's people who are 100% in the spiritual business. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, they're in that esoteric new age spirituality space. They're supporting people to explore their spirituality in whatever way that looks like, whether that's like creating uh, and selling uh, spiritual products or if they're, you know, healers themselves or psychics or in that space of I'm a spiritual person, here's my spiritual service. Um, and then there are people who are spiritual themselves and maybe their, their business is not a spiritual business. So they might be a coach or they might be, I've had many clients who are, uh, postpartum doulas, you know, in that kind of space of supporting everyone, but they themselves are spiritual. Mm. And so they bring that into their business kind of more behind the scenes in how they show up for themselves and how they show up for their business in terms of what that looks like. Oh, beautiful. Love that. What a really clear definition between the two of them. Yeah, absolutely. And so if we wanted to bring in more spirituality or more spiritual practices into our life and our businesses, where would you tell people to start? So I think the best place to start is to connect in with your why and your purpose. And I actually like to sit in ceremony with my business. So I consider my business as having its own soul, its own energetic kind of imprint and actually connecting to your business in that way. Mm. So actually seeing your business in that way and then having having a moment to sit in ritual, sit in ceremony with your business. So doing what you would, whatever you would do to connect in, energetically some people like to create sacred space in a very specific way 
light candles, light incense, do all of that to kind of sit in that space. Maybe you want to do some meditation. Maybe you want to do some journaling, put on some nice music, etc. And then actually close down your eyes and call in the energy of your business, the soul of your business to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where I would start because I think intuitively you'll get a lot of guidance through from your business where they want to direct things how the business is feeling generally especially if you've got a question that you can't quite land on you know the question of you know what do I do next in my business what's the next step for me here Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be really nice just to take a moment take a step back and rather than asking everybody else for advice and I you know I'm a business coach I have my own business coach you're a business coach we obviously have people in our lives who we can ask those questions, but also taking the time to connect in with the soul and spirit and essence of your own business to mm, find that Love that so much. Beautiful, beautiful. It's similar to what I would say with someone, you know, in their personal lives, like connecting in with themselves and their energy and, and their intuition, but then also seeing, yeah, seeing your business in that way too. It's so beautiful. Um, and so how has that transformed or this type of work transformed your business or your clients' businesses? Like, how has it made such a huge difference? I think the biggest thing is people who are in spiritual business or consider themselves spiritual and are in business are generally in business to be of service and, you know, they're heart-centered, soul-centered, they're here living their soul purpose. And I think the biggest way that it transforms our businesses is by staying really, really connected to that. So connected yeah. to your why, your purpose, what you're here to do. Because if you're really grounded and anchored in that space, it means that any decision you make, any next steps you make, any conversations you have, any sales conversations you have, all of that comes from a, from a place of really great integrity Mm. and really grounded in like this is why I'm here and this is what I'm here to do and this is how I'm going to serve you and support you and so when you can always be grounded in that or try as much as you can to stay grounded in that space then you're operating and you're building your business from that place and you can trust yourself you can trust your intuition like there's so many things that happen when you are really grounded in that why that means you can show up for your business and yourself in a, in a much more powerful way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the biggest thing that's coming to me is like really creating an aligned, intuitive led business. Like, I just think that how, how transformative is that, you know, not just doing business or doing like the strategy or the, the right things in business, so to speak, and actually creating your unique business and one that you absolutely love. And that's really, you know, it's you, it's a, or an extension of you and your, your beautiful soul gifts. Like, I think that's so powerful and so beautiful. 100%. I could not agree more. Yeah. Have you had examples of that? Like when you've made it an, a decision, maybe from your head or like the logical, stri- like strategic type decision versus actually intuitively or connecting with my, the soul of my business here. Yeah. This is the way to go. <laughs> I have one really solid example of that that comes to mind. So right after I had, um, you know, I've got a 
almost three-year-old now, right after I had him, I was kind of in that space of still being in that lead, but wanting to kind of dip my toe back in. And I didn't have the business structure I have now. So I was still doing a lot of uh, spiritual life coaching and um, wasn't necessarily so much in the business space at that point in time. And so I had lots of people with lots of different opinions sharing, you know, what we could do, what I could do to kind of dip my toe back into this space. And um, I put out this offer just inside my Facebook group, actually, but put out this offer that was to do three card readings and, you know, that would be via email, it would be super easy, et cetera, but it was very low cost. And I had someone be like, do it. It's so great. It's super easy to do. You'll be fine. You'll be great at it. And it wasn't that I didn't trust myself intuitively to do it because I know that I can read cards and I can read for people. Uh, but I put it out into my Facebook group and I literally had, I spent like, you know, a couple of days putting nice photos together, putting all of the offer together, etc. put it out into my Facebook group. And I literally remember the feeling in my chest of like, oh, what are you doing? Like it was like this huge no mm. in my body. And I haven't had many of those because, as I said, a lot of my business decisions have been that unfolding along the way. Yeah. And this was like a, oh, my God, what are you doing moment. <laughs> and so, so I put it up one day. I then took it down the next. I, I went live in my Facebook group to just be like, everyone, this is a really great example of what happens when you're not following your intuition. And like, I got, I had a couple of uh, orders happen overnight. And so I did those readings and said like, I'll honor all of those and, um, and provide you with those, but this is not something I'm doing moving forward because it does not feel very aligned or good for me. So interesting. Um, um, and sometimes you do have to, you know, take the action before you'll realize like, well, oh, this is not yeah. something that I want to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that example. So interesting. And I can definitely, yeah, I've got examples as well. <laughs> um, or just in life as well, right? Life or business. But so, so interesting. And interesting that you say like sometimes we have to take the action to then get really clear on that. So can you guide us through like maybe some things around that? Like, yes, we can have that beautiful time and ceremony with our business and really connect into that. And then maybe it's also you know, showing up, taking action and really tuning in to what's right or wrong intuitively. Is there anything more you want to add around that or how we can kind of support ourselves in, in business to make those decisions or to make sure that's really aligned and, and intuitive? That's such a good question. I think, so I think the first thing is to not make yourself wrong if you do have an experience like that. Like it would have been very easy to just go, oh, well, I've put it out now. I have to like yeah. honour that. Like what are people going to think? I remember having these moments of like, what are people going to think of me to like put an offer out and then to take it down the next day? Like you just look super wishy-washy. What are you doing? Um, but I think for me, I also then was able to turn it into a teachable moment, not just for myself, but also my community, which was yeah. helpful. Um and so I think, yeah, the first thing I would say is to not make yourself wrong if you do yeah. make that decision and also know that it's okay to change your mind. You know, we're in our own business. We run our own business because we have the freedom to do that. And yeah. even if it doesn't make sense sometimes to like make those decisions logically, it's okay to make those decisions based on your intuition. At the same time, you know, the way that I work with my clients is 
to tap into the soul and the mindset kind of work, but also the strategy and having, I always look at the strategy side of business as being those decisions and kind of uh, the structures and processes and container that allow us to be in that space that is more feminine and flowy. Mm. So having those strategies, having those processes, having those systems, generally people who are intuitive really don't like strategy because it feels like it's um, constricting you and it's keeping you in a box and it's, you know, not allowing you to have that feminine flow, but actually those are the things that support you to be in that space of like, okay, well, I've got all of these structures in place. I've got all of this in place now. And so when I come to having to make a decision that might be more intuitive, that maybe doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's like, but I know I've got those structures that are holding me there and are allowing me to be in in this place where I can flow with that and I can try new things and just trusting that sometimes there will be some testing and it's like, ah, actually, no, that's not where I want to be going right now. This is where I want to be going instead. Um, But having those strategies and having those structures and processes in place supports you to have the um, safety, I suppose, to do that. Yeah. Beautiful. What a, what a wonderful answer. I couldn't agree more. That's really cool. Um, and you're so right. I think we like with not making ourselves wrong in any way, like I think there's such a huge thing about, oh, but I have to be professional. Or I have to, you know, what I put out has to be amazing or it has to be like the right thing or whatever it might be or successful in quotation marks. But yeah, I mean, we, we limit and hinder ourselves in many ways if we if we follow that mindset right or get caught up in that inner critic ego chit chat oh so much so Mm. you know that kind of perfectionism thing where it's like it all has to be perfect before we put it out into the world or you know it you know it has to be right right now like I'm a big fan of well this is kind of this can be the draft copy this can be version 1.0 yeah and we can improve it you know let's use this as an opportunity to learn, to ask questions, to get feedback. It's okay to, yeah, treat things. I think hold things lightly. I think we take things so, so seriously in business. And I think it's always, always supportive if we can take a step back and actually just go, how, how important is this really, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so what are some of your spiritual practices or things that really ground you in, in your own spirituality and connect with your business more? Mm, good, good question. So I don't necessarily have a set, you know, morning ritual or anything that I do super, super consistently. Um, what I like to do is have a bit of a bank of resources a bank of resources, a bank of rituals that I can kind of pick and choose from, kind of like a menu. Nice. Um, and I'll flow within that. So at the moment, a lot of what I'm doing, I like to habit stack as well. So what I mean by that is, you know, I have a shower every morning. And so I usually try and incorporate something into that shower because yeah. as a mum, I don't have a lot of time to do things. And so it, that's when I'll set my intention for the day. Um, and that's something that I've been really leaning into a lot recently. Um, 
and movement as well is really big for me and getting outside. Mm-hmm. Something that I tend to do is get up in my head a lot and overthink things. And so anything that helps me to get out of my head and into my body is really, really supportive. So just going for a walk, spending some time outside, barefoot on the grass if it's not too cold (laughs) Um, is really, really powerful for me. So just really, really simple things. Mm. It's not complicated and they don't take a really long time. And some people will have, you know, rituals that, you know, they might spend half an hour, an hour doing every morning. And I think that's great, but it doesn't have to look like that. Yeah. And you can just weave those things into your day. Amazing. Love it. And it can change as you grow and change and your life situation changes. (laughs) Yeah. It's so interesting, right? It's like the whole point of having these kind of practices is to support us to kind of tap in intuitively and stay connected. And then we'll put rules and restrictions around what that has to look like (laughs) and it kind of goes against the whole point yeah absolutely absolutely yeah I remember oh the gosh that was so me I was just like right I'm gonna meditate and channel and pull cards and do all these things and then you're like oh this just ends up being a chore almost or like just a thing to do and then you're like oh well I don't have time to do it all so I just won't even do it it's just so silly, right? That mindset that we can get into it. Um, but I remember one thing that really helped me was just deciding that I'm going to do something. And for me at the start, it, well, you know, some years ago, it was really, it was wanting, I was wanting to really focus on meditation and calming my nervous system, but also like quieting down my inner critic essentially. And so I was like, right, you know, I was taking big leaps and bounds in my own life and my business. And so I was like, this is going to be the thing that's going to be really supportive for me right now. And what I really want to commit to. And so I was like, right, I'm just going to do it, but no other parameters, just that I do it every single day, no time, no place, no, like has to be done a certain way, just that I commit to to doing something for me. And that was, yeah, that was really helpful. I love that. I love that. And and not again, not making yourself wrong. Yes. If, you know, you fall off the bandwagon. Yeah. And I've had plenty of times where you don't even notice it sometimes as well. It's like I'll get a week in and I'll be like, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm, you know, yes. feeling overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh, I haven't been doing anything. <laughs> absolutely or often like the times that we need it most is the times that we like let it go and forget about it like all right these actually do really support me I should get back on track yeah 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 something I talk about a lot is being just really intentional Mm. and so and just honoring where you're at too so it's okay if you know yesterday the intention for today was that you would get heaps of stuff done and that you would be really productive and that you would, you know, be more structured with your day and et cetera. And then you get into the day and you're like, oh, I'm really not feeling that. Yeah. And and just giving yourself permission to flow with, with what you need most as well. Mm, yeah, beautiful. Something that I notice a lot of myself and talk about is like the energy that you bring into your business is really important. And it kind of reminds me of what you've just touched on there is like, if you're not, feeling it don't force it almost but there is obviously some (laughs) some some other things to this this is not just a one um one answer fits all kind of thing like (laughs) yes we got to show up sometimes we've got to do the hard stuff sometimes we've yeah you know we've got to commit and and do the work so to speak but then there's other times when maybe it's you're more in a creative space or I don't know bringing something new into the world or whatever it might be like sometimes if you're not in the right space or 
energetically not aligned with it right then and there, then sometimes I find that it's better to like ground yourself, go off and do something else or, you know, re-energize yourself, so to speak, and then come back at a, at a different time. What do you say to that? Would you agree? I would agree. I think it's a really, there's a fine line between that, right? Yes. Of using that as an, as an excuse, yes. you know, in air quotes to like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. So I won't watch that thing. And actually what's really going on is some fear and mindset stuff around that. Yeah. Um, under the guise of, I just need to self-care today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I think, I think what is really, really important is that you build that relationship with yourself where you can recognize yeah. what's going on for you in that moment. Yeah. Because sometimes it'll be like, no, if I push through, this is going to be really awful. Like, you know, you want to be in an energy, especially if you're launching something or, you know, selling something, essentially, you want to be in a really good energy around that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also playing at the moment with this idea of like, well, what if this could be as easy as possible like what if I could be in this place of feeling a bit shit today but still make that sale yeah cool like I I think sometimes we think oh well if I've got to be in this high vibe energy all the time if I'm not then things aren't going to be successful and it's like actually how can I hold space for that happening over here while I'm also over here maybe you know, needing a bit more time to rest today, or, you know, needing some more time just to like decompress and uh, look after my nervous system. But can I hold space for both of those at the same time? Yes. Beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, one thing I was going to add, I was chatting with Brooke, my husband last night, and he was like, you know what? I feel like in your business, every time you don't try. <laughs> this sounds really bad. Every time you don't try, you do so well. And then when you put your pressure on yourself or you're like doing all the things or whatever it might be, that's when you don't get the results that you're really wanting. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Like I could see where he's coming from and he's probably right. And I guess that's just, you know, that's my thing around pressure and work and like kind of getting into more of that masculine energy or the, the inner critic fear-based stuff. And, and actually when you allow and feel excited and connected to your why and inspired and, you know, yeah, really connected, I guess, to yourself, but also to your business, then that's when magic happens and not mm. trying to force it, so to speak. Um, yeah, I just had to share that. I don't, that was coming to me intuitively. So I just wanted to add that in. I, I, I think it's really, really interesting. And I think, you know, we can look at that and go, okay, well, what does that mean? And we want to put like meaning onto it. And I think it's just almost interesting just to observe that yeah. and just be like, okay, well, that's interesting. How can we play with that energy a bit and test that out a bit? I think yeah. that's what I would, that's what I would take away from that as opposed to like, it's not about you not trying. Obviously. No, no way. Because it's, yeah. it's almost like the opposite. It's like, even when I'm in flow, even when I'm inspired, even when I'm connected and feeling amazing in my, in my business or whatever it might be, I'm still showing up. I'm still putting in time and work and effort and I'm still doing the stuff, right? It's just that the energy behind it is different. It's like less of the pushy pressure have to and more of the, oh my goodness, I really want to, exciting, getting pulled towards it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, it's so important to recognize that mm. and to have that relationship to it mm. so good I love that he recognized that for you and reflected that back to you because it's well, they're great I mean, mirrors aren't they oh yeah yeah and like 
and I think it's just a great lesson that it can be easeful and actually when you're allowing that to flow through then it's more abundant yes like okay how can I how can I make that a thing yes Yes. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. So good, these conversations. I love it. <laughs> oh, so Vic, you touched on that you've got a little boy. You're a, you're a mama too. And I would love to ask you how you do it all, so to speak. <laughs> but, you know, how do you balance, yeah, being a mom and also having your business? And, yeah, what do you want? Do you have anything you want to share on that? I'm really open just to hear your experience and, um, yeah, share a bit about that. Amazing. I love talking about this. I think it's so important to talk about as, you know, for mums in business, because sometimes it can look like you're doing so, so much. And, and then it can, you can have that reflected back to you in a way that makes you feel less than really, Mm. because there's a lot of pressure as a mum and, uh, and as a business owner too, and being able to manage that. And I've got lots of clients who are mums as well. And, you know, kind of go through different seasons of what that looks like. So for me, I think the biggest thing that has allowed me to quote unquote do it all is having support in my life and in my business. So for instance, uh, one of the best uh, baby shower gifts we got was uh, house cleaning. My mum bought us three months of house cleaning, which was the best gift ever and we kept that house cleaner on yeah so um we have a house cleaner who comes every fortnight to do all of the big you know things in the house which is just the best investment ever would highly recommend that for anyone (laughs) (laughs) um and and it wasn't until I had Noah my son um until I invested in support in the business so getting a VA um having people support me in that way um in lots of different ways now you know three years in I've got lots of people who support me in the business and that has been the biggest thing and I think just being really open and honest about that with people that you know I don't have as much time and so I spend money on people helping me get back that time essentially so that I can be in my business Um, and you know childcare as well I think being a someone who works from home with kids it can be really easy to feel like you have to have them you know have your kids at home with you and mm. that investing in childcare can feel a bit weird I know at first when we put him put him into childcare, he was 18 months old at that point and he you know the transition of that Every morning we would dry, drop him off and I would just feel so awful because he was upset. And it doesn't last very long, right? But in those moments, I was like, are we doing the right thing? Like I could have him at home. Like I can run my business and I can have him at home with me and things will be fine. And, you know, I'll still get to do what I need to do in some way. Um, but that was one of the best investments we made and kind of sticking with that for a period of time until we got to the point. Now he loves it. I dropped him off this morning and he was holding hands with his best friend. And <laughs> it was just so nice to, to see him in that space, uh, loving it. And they learn heaps and get to do all sorts of activities that I would never put together, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, so I suppose, yeah, the biggest thing would be invest in support and you know, do the work around not feeling any of that mum guilt around that because yeah. it can come up. Um, 
and we made those decisions and investments over a period of time too. So just really trusting your gut again, trusting your intuition with those decisions. So that would be the first thing. And also I remember going into that um, maternity leave without many expectations. So I didn't necessarily have a lot of plans around what the business would look like after that, which was really, Mm. really, really great because you never know. And, you know, I'm expecting my second baby now and I'm trying to do the same thing because, you know, even though I've been there, done that once before, two children is going to be different and I don't know what this baby's going to be like. So um, I tried not to have any expectations and that's really helpful because uh, babies change all the time, kids change all the time. And so it's almost, it's just been the biggest lesson in surrender and being able to surrender to, you know, where you're at right now and what's going on and some days will be great and some days will be more challenging um but yeah being able to go with the flow (laughs) and not have expectations uh and make plans but be flexible with those plans all of those things is what I would say yeah yeah I can imagine it brings up all the stuff (laughs) all the stuff that we need to look at and, and learn and grow through yeah yeah and you know we've made decisions about like okay well we're gonna we're you're in this phase now you know we're in toilet training phase right now and it's like oh this is hard this is the hard you know this is one of the hardest things we've had to do uh and you're just always learning and always growing alongside you kids which is really really nice but also can be um frustrating and challenging and all of the things it's just it's a huge lesson in in personal growth so and doing that alongside a business Mm. when business is also a big lesson in personal growth so (laughs) you just got to go with it yeah double whammy oh my goodness yeah Yeah, absolutely (laughs) and I'm curious to know um a bit about like the desire to still serve people or you know live out your mission or your purpose as well as be a mum like I love that you didn't have any expectations in your business but I'm I'm curious to know was there still like that yearning to do some of your soul's work as well as well as be an incredible mum 100% for me I mean I did so I did have maternity leave but at the time the candles were still a big part of my business Uh. and so we still had the online shop open so I was still taking orders and packing orders um, for that. And I was still showing off on socials. So there were still things I was doing in that time. And for me, it was an outlet, I suppose. It was having something else in my life that wasn't just me being a mum. And it was, you know, maintaining that kind of side of myself was, is really important to me and was really important to me at that time. Um, And I think just, what's really important to say there is there's no right or wrong you know Mm. I think as a new mom it can be like well this is what you should be doing in your business or this is you know you shouldn't be doing your business at all or you should be taking a whole year off or it should look like this it should look like that like all of that is just you know all of those external expectations that people place on us based on whatever they've got going on in their life right it has nothing to do with what is right for us and so um, I think for me, it was really important to have something yeah. that wasn't 
just me being a mum. And for me, that was the business. Mm -hmm. And so if anyone is listening, feeling guilty that they want to spend time away from their children, (laughs) like I see you and I feel you on that because you do have that like internal struggle. But at the same time, know that it's totally okay to have that desire to also be in your business and to be growing and building your business during that time and then it's possible mm-hmm. one of my biggest mantras uh has been babies bring abundance yes and, <laughs> and I, it's been so true for me like I've had the biggest you know growth in my business since becoming a mom and most people uh would think the opposite would be true right that you kind of just cruise through or sail through and just have you know kind of a season in your business where things aren't growing but actually the biggest growth I've had since being a mum. Love that. Yeah. Amazing. So much goodness in all of what you've shared so far. Thank you so much. I hope people feel really seen and heard and yeah, full permission and inspiration to keep going. And I I think the thing that was coming to me in some of that was, isn't it amazing that, you know, and this is partly why I think sometimes we can go into business as well, is that it gives us that freedom and that lifestyle that we were really wanting. And even if you're in the building phases or earlier stages of business, know that that's not necessarily where you're going to end up. And that's so cool that you were able to dip in and out of it or do a little bit of it while you were on maternity leave or it allowed you to, yeah, to be able to do both. Whereas I think if we were in a, a different role in a more of an employed type position, then maybe we don't have as much of that flexibility and freedom to do little bits here and there. Yeah, 100%. I do think, and my hope is that the future of work is moving that way, yeah. where people will have the opportunity to do that. Um, That'd be so but cool. yes, I think creating that for ourselves is is where it's at at the moment. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool vision though. Love it. Love it. Oh, this has been so juicy. So good. Is there anything else you wanted to share around spirituality, business, motherhood, blending all the, all the, all the things in? I think we have covered so, so much ground. It's been such a fun chat. So good. I love it. Um, Okay. Let's move into some rapid fire questions now. So Beck, what's been one of the biggest lessons for you in business to date? Mm, that is a good question I think I kind of touched on this before but for me it's to not take it so seriously and to hold things lightly yeah and I know this is rapid fire so I feel like I could just like (laughs) give you so much of that well I want to know more (laughs) because I feel like that's partly my lesson as well (laughs) so good I think I'm just somebody who over Thinks so so much and you know I remember having a conversation with my partner who's now my husband when we started the candles and he's like what's the worst thing that happens like the worst thing that happens is we make a bunch of candles like you've spent you know money up front on these materials we make a bunch of candles and we sell them and you know we make a little bit of cash like that's the worst case scenario and it doesn't work like yeah you know and to have somebody in your life who can just say that to you and just be like, it's not that big a deal. Like, it's not that scary. (laughs) Like actually what is the worst case scenario here? Um, It's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's often, we often make it out to be so much bigger than it is. Mm -hmm. And actually if we can just, yeah, take that step back and go, this is not as serious as I'm making it out to be. uh, It can be really supportive. Yeah. I love it so good I smile and laugh a lot because I I'm resonating I I get you 
<laughs> so what's one piece of advice you'd tell someone who's in the early stages of business? Maybe similar, maybe something else. I think the biggest thing would be to follow the fear where you're, you've also got excitement. Yes. So if you're excited about something, but it feels a little bit big and scary, and I know I just shared, like, take a step back and actually how scary is it? But if that's coming up for you, if you're feeling excited about something, but you're nervous or you, it feels really big or it feels scary, uh, I think that's always a really great sign that you're on the right path. Yep. So follow that. And, yeah, don't allow fear to get in the way of chasing your dreams. Beautiful. Couldn't agree more. Amazing. Amazing. And if there's one thing, one message or one piece of of wisdom that you'd like to impart with the world and the lives that you've touched, what would it be? Oh, that is a big question. That is a very big question. Intuitively, what comes up to you first? (laughs) Well, let me just sit with that for a sec. I just feel like it's the same message that I just shared, mm. like not to play small, like we've got one life yeah. and why be in a job you hate or in a relationship that doesn't light you up or anything that just doesn't make you happy, you know, when you've got the power and the privilege to change that for yourself and all that's holding you back is just the fear and your own stuff that's going on, Um yeah, I would really, really encourage you not to let that stand in the way of whatever your dreams are, right? Whether that's business or, you know, going after the career you want or finding that relationship that actually really supports you and lights you up, then go and do it. Mm, Beautiful. All the feels. Amazing, amazing. And tell us, Beck, where can the listeners find you? Where can they connect with you? The best place to connect with me is over on Instagram at beck.cazillo. And I do also have a podcast, which Evie has been a guest on either recently or very soon. (laughs) It's so fun. (laughs) Um, So come and, yeah, come and listen to me over there, Feminine Fire with Beck Cazillo. uh, And you'll be able to find all of my all of my links in the show notes, I imagine. Absolutely. Definitely. We'll link to it. (laughs) Oh, this has just been so delicious. So juicy in so many different ways. We could talk for hours and hours, but thank you so much for sharing your heart, your wisdom, your experiences. It's just been the best. Thank you for having me. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 